Hi, I'm Jill. And I'm Kayla. And we are... I, I Wanna, wanna wear, wear Your Skin! Hi! Hi. Hi, hi. Here we are. Again. Again. Watching another Lifetime movie. Yes. And I think this might be our 20th episode. <gasps> I think it is. Yeah, I think it's our 20th. Yeah. Do we need to take 20 shots in a row? Oh, shit. I don't want to. I can't. <laughs> I don't want to. I literally die. I think I would, too. And I have to go to work. My tolerance is not what it was. One shot will kill me. Yeah, I got, I gag every time I take a shot. I'm so old now. I had a friend buy me a shot a couple years ago, and I was like, that's not a good idea. <laughs> and he did it anyway, and then I put it in my mouth and spit it on him. <laughs> In, like involuntarily yeah. and then he bought me another one and I was like okay and I took it and then I had to go in the bathroom oh, and vomit God. immediately the last shot that I remember taking that wasn't a jello shot because I can oh, still fair. I can yeah. still take a jello shot was Rambo convinced me that we would swap disgusting shots mm. so I gave him a shot of watermelon pucker which he hated <laughs> and he gave me a shot of rumplements with a water back that he water back he swears by it he's he thinks it's so refreshing like he I don't seriously loves it but... but and it was a warm water back too it was so gross, and I just gagged it down. That's yucky. I like rumple mints and like hot chocolate. That is oh, a yeah. that is a liquor to have with something. Though one time I tried to get, I was like, let's get wasted on rumple mints and hot chocolate, and I had like two, and was like, I'm so full. Yeah, right. Like, I'm not drunk. It's just there's a lot of sugar. Oh god. Actually, that's why I like hot buttered rums because I, oh, yeah. I have one and I feel good. Yeah. But I don't. I can't have eight hot buttered rums. No. You know, you can't overdo well, it. Well, I've done hot buttered rum shot skis. Oh, I've never had really that. I bet yeah. that's delicious. It is. It's dangerous. No. That'll fuck you up. Oh. Anyway, so we're not drinking that today. No, but I'm actually not even drinking. I was just about to ask you, what are you drinking today, Jill? A good old cup of Joe. <laughs> cup of Joe. Yeah. Because this is, we, we got together early this morning. We met up at 10. So this is kind of like, you know, a brunch episode, if you will. Yeah. And, but uh, without mimosas. But without mimosas. And I'm finishing up that last of the six pack of the Shillings rhubarb lumberjack hard cider that, I mean, it's fine. It's just, it is what it is. It is what it is. I'm just finishing it at this point. Yeah. I, uh, I've been drinking a little too much in my non-podcasting time, um, and so I'm just very tired. Yeah. <laughs> and coffee is all I can handle right now. Oh, understandable. Um, but that's what we're drinking. Our yeah. babe score. Holy shit, our babe score. Is at 15.08. Oh my god. Oh my god. It's so neato. It's super fucking neato. We are, like, more than a 10%... More than 10% of the way to our 10,000 babe score. It's so good. In 20 episodes. And it's been so much fun, it has too. Been so much I gotta fun. say, like, this has just been a fucking blast. And the fact that people are still tuning in to hear these ridiculous lifetime stories and us yeah. narrate them for you. It's just, it's super cool. It's super fucking cool. You know what I'd love to know? Huh? I'd love to know where everyone is listening to us. Yeah. Like, are you going for a run? Yeah. Are you on your com- daily commute? Are you cleaning the house? Are you masturbating in a mermaid chair? Aww. Yeah. That'd be so sweet. To the sound of our voice. Aww. <laughs> just like monks singing. Aww. 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 <laughs> 
Sorry, you're welcome. Uh, I listen to most podcasts in my car when I'm driving. That's like my number one podcast time. I do that too, and when I did walk outside. Yeah. <laughs> but it's been fucking smoky. Yeah, you We've can't had even fires. leave the doors open. It's so awful. Yeah, it's super gross out there. But it's, you know, it's getting us ready for our post-apocalyptic America that we are just barreling towards. We are so yeah. close. This is the new future. We just have to get used to it. We're, we are going to have to start taking watermelon pucker shots just yeah. to, like, preserve ourselves. Well, you know I'll be fine with that. Yeah, we're good. Um... <laughs> My dog is better. That's the only update that yes. we have. He's doing much better. He's still farting and snoring just fine. Thank God. Um, and yeah, we don't have any other podcast updates, I don't think. No, If we're you've never good. heard us before. Oh yeah, of course. We watch Lifetime movies and talk shit about them. We are no one special. No. We are just two average trash bags. Yeah. Giving our garbage opinions on the world. On uh, the garbage world. And the garbage in. world. We like to drink. We like to smoke. Sometimes we don't do either. And we just really like to bullshit and judge white America. Yeah, because that's what we are. We are white America. <laughs> we are white America. Yeah, and we so. are the problem. And we're about tearing us down. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that is what we're trying That's to do what here. We're all about. <laughs> trying to ruin this for everyone. And what? It's, I, a, it's I okay. Fuck up. It's all right. That was a coaster. Yeah, of Spike. But, but no, but, not of Spike. That other it's Buffy Giles. character. Excuse me. Uh, but my dog thought that it was his end of days. <sighs> every time. Every time I make a slight movement, your dog's like, I'd prefer it if you didn't. Thank yeah. you. Um, oh shoot, what was I talking about? We're the problem. Tearing down white America. Oh, I was gonna say, what better mirror of white America than a Lifetime movie? Absolutely. Especially because this is what Lifetime is trying to tell us is the norm for white Americans. And maybe it is, um, but we're having none of that, and you shouldn't either. Well, they're saying that the norm for Americans is rich white American life. Yeah. Yeah. And that's... And even as us being white people, that's not my norm. That's not... That's also not my norm. But, you know. But it is what it is. And we got a lot to say about it. Um, that's who we are. That's what we do. Uh, listen to our podcast. Uh, we have a Patreon. If you want to watch us watch the movies, you can talk to us in Facebook. Yes. Um, we do Facebook Lives when we watch them. And then we also record us... On video while we record the podcast, and then as soon as I'm not working 16 days in a row, and <laughs> Kayla and I's schedules line up for more than 20 minutes, we will give you extra content, we yeah. promise. Yeah, definitely bonus episodes of shitty movies that aren't just Lifetime movies yeah. uh, will be coming your way on the Patreon website, yes. so thanks for being a donator if you are. Thank you so much! And yes. also, if you want to be a patreon subscriber that's what's gonna help us create merch for you all yes so um that'd be tight super tight so the movie that we watched today is called <laughs> we chose it for the title yeah 100 100 percent. it's called manny dearest <laughs> kayla why don't you tell me what it's about i would love to so this is uh this is uh, a newer lifetime movie released in 2017 And the synopsis is, a single mom named Karen hires Manny Alex to help her with two young sons, never suspecting that his plans to be part of the family might lead to murder. (gasps) Oh, Oh, God. God. Murder in a lifetime movie? Murdering Manny. Murdering Manny. Oh, 
it's it's fun. It's, it's happening. Fun yeah, I actually, I, I I was telling uh Jill just how fucking relieved I am to have a Lifetime movie with kids that nothing fucking horrible is happening to these kids. Yeah. It's just such a relief. So maybe I liked this movie more because of that. Um, and because so of the absence of so much shittiness. Yeah, so maybe I'm viewing this movie through rose-colored glasses, but it was super fun. I it enjoyed really it. It was, yeah. I enjoyed it. Um, the main actress, Ashley Scott, who plays Karen, uh, was a character on, I think it was the first season of Unreal, so if you've never watched that, that show is awesome. Mm -hmm. Um, it's like a scripted version, a scripted show about the behind the scenes of a Bachelor type reality show, and it's fascinating, and she was really great on that show, and she's great in this movie. And then we have her best friend, <laughs> Fiona Vroom, which is the coolest last name I've ever heard. Yep. Who, if you listen, I think it was episode maybe six, where we watched Psycho Wedding Crashers. Yes. And she's in that movie. She's like the main lead character. And was super good. We loved th- that movie. Yeah. As best as we can love a yeah. Lifetime movie. It and she fun. played such a great Psycho Wedding Crasher. No, she was the wife. Oh, was she? Yeah, she oh. wasn't the psycho wedding crusher. That was the girl from Glee. Still, though. She, she was great. She was still fucking fantastic in that movie. And then there's Alex, which is the Manny, played by, uh, whose real name is Mitch Ryan. And he, his biggest claim to fame was that he was in a bunch of episodes on One Tree Hill. That he was. So you might recognize, recognize him as the bland-looking white guy who's blonde with blue eyes on One Tree Hill. Yeah, what up, CW? Well, what up, CW? CW <laughs> Network. Network of my childhood. Um, not much else in terms of actors. Yeah. Um, per usual. Yeah. Uh, there's no Kim Basinger in this one. So. Oh shit, no. Sorry, guys. Sorry. Sorry. Um, so the movie opens up with this woman and her nanny. So a nanny is a female quote-unquote nanny yes manny is a male quote-unquote nanny uh (laughs) i say that because i don't believe in the binary but whatever yeah um we'll follow it for lifetime today because they strongly believe in the binary uh but the this woman and her nanny has just left and she's like well now it's time for me so she pours (laughs) a huge uh glass of white wine she pours herself a bubble bath Uh, But she doesn't take her pearl necklace off. Nope. Gotta stay classy. Yeah. And I told Kayla that you wouldn't wear your pearls in the bathtub because pearls are grown inside of clams, (laughs) not outside in the ocean. Because I was just very upset that she was ruining this necklace by fully submerging pearls in water. And Jill was like, no, 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 no. We know marine biology. Yeah. Pearls are meant to be inside clams. Uh, it was bullshit. She takes one sip of her wine. Yep. Which has been drugged. Uh, and then she is fucked up. Yeah, she's paralyzed and... <laughs> like, hazy. Oh, radar. Oh, that it hasn't nasty. hit me yet. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'll circle around. But she, um... And her vision is literally like she's tripping balls. Yeah. Um, so w- we once again speculated, what's this drug that a single sip of wine fucks you up like if you're into drugs i would say 
you gotta hit someone up on a Lifetime movie because they've yeah. got the goods. That's that's the good shit right there. Apparently they got lewds and psychotropic fucking, fucking weird. mind melting shit. Like and it's strong. Apparently Lifetime should be your new drug dealer. So one eight hundred Lifetime. Give him a call. We'll see what's up. Um. And so she's like, hazy, and this dude in a hoodie comes over. She can't really see his face, and he's like, we could have been a family. And then he, like, pushes her head into the water for one (coughs) second and walks away, and she's dead. And she's dead. Um, And then she's discovered by the housekeeper, and that's it. That's that's the opening scene. That's it. So then it's, quote-unquote, modern time. So, I don't know, a week, a day, a month later. An hour later. We are introduced to a woman named Karen. Which is my mom's name. Which is her mom's name, but also the name that we frequently shout out when we are mocking other white women. Karen and Susan mm-hmm. are, like, our, our, our favorites. Um, so, we're introduced to Karen, who's asleep in her bed next to a man, and two little boys in a bedroom next door wake up and start doing little boy stuff, running uh-huh. around and screaming. And she wakes up and she throws this man out of bed and like Get out! she's like the boys, the boys are awake, and essentially like pushes him out the side door, which I'm assuming is to the outside. He lives in the backyard because he. J- we don't know where this man lives, but he is constantly entering or leaving this house through the backyard uh-huh. entrance. Um, and we're introduced to Karen and her two sons, Rex and Max. I want to say, like, Rex is maybe, like, in kindergarten or first grade. They are the cutest children. Yeah, and Max, the older one, is maybe third grade. Like, they're young, but they are super cute, and they're funny actors, and they do a really good job in this movie. Yeah, they're really good. I hope they don't have, like, shitty, like, stage parents that are awful. Um, but they were great, we um, learn that the boyfriend is three years sober. Because after he's kicked out, he, he comes back in, fully dressed, through the backyard entrance into the kitchen. Yeah. And the boys are like, hey, Greg. Where did you come where from? Where did you come from? And she's like, Greg, your sweater's on inside out. <laughs> <laughs> and the boys are like, that's what? weird. And he's like, it's a new style. I'm making it a style. Sure you are, fucking Greg. Sure you are. Then her best friend comes over because apparently she's going back to work. Karen is going back to work. And so she needs to get a nanny for the boys. And her best friend, who is Fiona Vroom from Psycho Wedding Crashers, is like, well, you need a male nanny because if Greg's going to be around all the time, he can't be tempted by a female nanny. (laughs) Which is just oh like... Oh my god. Because, what? Because men are animals and they have no agency. None and, of them. And, you know, nannies are these voluptuous, sexy sirens that just steal husbands and boyfriends. Well, and I feel like it's this similar concept to like, you know, 12... 12- or 12-year-old girls can't wear strappy tank tops oh, no. because that's a distraction for boys. Absolutely. Like, can we get to the root of the issue? Like, it's not the woman being there. It's that why would the man need to cheat? Like, what do you... 
I don't know. That doesn't that doesn't feel right. You're I, right. I, I Remove think it's, the problem. I think it's the spaghetti straps, Jill. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's the nanny making apple slice snacks for children. I think that's the fucking problem. Oh, what a turn on. Oh, God. Oh, she makes me so hot how she slices that Ooh, fruit. Oh, <laughs> ants on a log again. <laughs> Girl, you know how to push all my buttons. <laughs> so manny it is manny it is uh we see an array of mannies and one goth nanny that is not acceptable apparently and it's funny because it's almost like it's the rotating like goldilocks store where like the first guy's too old and then the second lady's too goth like (laughs) oh no like who can possibly be a nanny and then like right when they're giving up and the best friend's like i'll just call the agency we'll get more names it's fine alex knocks on the door and jillian who's on her way out is just like "Ooh, like he's cute he's the one well and he's like are you mrs clark and she's like well uh not uh (laughs) (laughs) like no you're not no just say no you're just not but i think you can still fuck him if you want man she's supposed to be like struck by his handsomeness. I know. Which, he's just... He's a, just a dude. Uh-huh. He's just a fucking rando dude. He's like, I, Yeah, once again, no Jason Momoa in Tempted. Woo! Fucking beach running. Mm. Oh, God. God, that movie was bad. God, so bad. so bad. So fucking bad. I would not have watched it for one second if it wasn't Jason Momoa. Ditto. That was so Ditto. bad. Ditto. He... he the fact that he was in it sold us. Yeah, I mean, he was it. on the cover. That like, it. that's the whole reason why that movie's still in rotation. Um, then we learn, sh- he, like, comes in, woos his way in because he's so handsome. <laughs> and uh, they start chatting. She mentions that her husband passed away. Uh, they have this picture of them, like, the family at Wonder World. And he's like, oh, I used to go there when I was a kid, which is the first seed of learning that. Uh, he has some issues with his childhood. Yeah. Um, then she gets this call that she has to, like, go to a meeting. She's like, oh, sorry, I have to go. I have to, like, get the boys ready because I have to go to this meeting. He's like, why don't we just do a trial run and I'll stay here and watch the boys and, like, no expectations. You don't have to hire me. And she's like, this really solves my problem even though I don't know you at all and haven't checked your references. But sure, right? yeah, stay yeah. with my children. Absolutely. Um, And so he does. He cleans the whole house and looks into all of her things. And she comes home and she's like, wow, the house is so fucking clean even though there was not a drop of dirt on it before. I know. And my panties feel touched. <laughs> I don't know why. They're just softer somehow. Yeah, so- I did, but fabric but, softer? But a little bit crisp. Yeah, don't know. <laughs> yeah, because of course, during, you know, the scene of watching him go through the house, of course he lays in the bed. Of course he has Lifetime a, an erotic dream about her in the bed. Loves a stranger in a bed. I don't fucking get it, but yes, a stranger in a bed I've, thing. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not even judging, but I don't think I've ever laid in a stranger's bed like, fantasizing about them. No, never. You could admit it and it's fine. No. Well, <laughs> okay, so I did, when Brian and I were only dating for a couple weeks, I broke into his apartment. Oh, yeah, you're telling me this, And yeah. I took off all my, I was drunk, and I took off all my clothes, yeah. and I laid in his bed waiting for him to come home, and I passed out, and he but came home. You guys had already, broken. like, at least kissed, right? Yes. Yeah, so, like, yeah. that's, 
fine. Yeah, but it's still, It like, wasn't like you had met him, been on a date, gone home, been like, oh, no. I'll see you later, and then showed up, but like, hi. Right, but I still broke in through his basement upon oh, the yeah, window, I mean, and broke his printer. Still a felony, but it's and, fine. <laughs> yeah, like, fed his dog donuts, and then, yeah. So, like, still weird, but not a stranger, so. I uh, yeah, I don't think that I have... That's that probably for the best, of. though. But I don't go, like, I stay in my house a lot. I I'm know. not going to strangers' houses. Yeah. I am not a fucking Jehovah's Witness. Like, no. I'm not doing no. that shit. Fuck that. Um, anyway, so Lifetime loves that, though. Lifetime loves time. it. And Karen does, too, because she instantly hires him. She mm-hmm. sees this clean house. The kids are in bed. She's super happy. She's like, you're hired. Please come back tomorrow. This is fantastic. Then Alex meets Greg, uh, Karen's boyfriend, um, and it's obvious that Alex is very jealous of him and that he is just madly, instantly in love with Karen. Yeah. Um, The kids love Greg, and that's weird for Alex. Then we go to school, and um, Max, the older son is getting bullied by this kid who's calling him Maxi Pad, <laughs> which is really just not the worst. Like, no. wow, you're, like, helping a woman not have blood on her pants. You like, are in a woman's pants yeah, right now. It's, you're, so that's, like, not the worst You name. will be bragging about that in, like, ten years, little kid. Yeah, You're too so. young for that right now. Uh, it's cool, Brett, but yeah. nice try. <laughs> nice try, you <laughs> shitty bully. Um, so that happens... And that's kind of like a mini storyline throughout the movie. Um, Then we meet Jillian's nanny, Corey. Yes. Jillian is Karen's best friend. And Corey is her nanny. Um, And Corey's a freak. She's very aggressive sexually. Yeah. Like, she is... And I don't mean, like, a freak as in, like, oh, my God. But she's, like, freaky. She's freaky. Yeah. she's, She's... She's wanting... His dick now. Yeah, she's dick hunting, man. But just for Alex. Yeah. She, as far as we can tell, she could be doing this to anybody. I don't know. She, don't she could, often. but yeah. But she's just straight up like, hi, let's hang out later. Are you ready? And he's like, I have a girlfriend. She's like, mm, that's okay. Yeah, and then she's like, what's her name? What does she look like? Where does she work? And he's like, uh... Is she on I, Facebook? Can I friend her? I don't. <laughs> and, uh, and she's like, yeah, whatever. Like, here's my number. Let's have a play date. And he's like, mm, I know that I'm really creepy, but, like, that's a no thanks for Yeah, me. that's too much. You are <laughs> creeping out the fucking creeper. If you could, like, steal my clothes and lay in my bed when I'm not there, then maybe I'd be into yeah, you. Yeah, sure, maybe, but, You're really you know, putting it all on the table. Pushing the boundaries, not buddy. Then, uh, so then he meets up with the kids, and he kind of is talking to Max about how to fight back against this bully, but he's also kind of trying to find out if he, if Greg is an abusive boyfriend. Yes. <laughs> like, he's asking the kids, like, so is, like, Greg, um, ever been, like, mean? Or, like... Yeah. And the kids are like, Greg? No. Like, Greg's Greg. super nice. Yeah, Greg's great. Have you seen his weird hair? Yeah. He lives in our backyard. So unthreatening. He's always coming in in the morning from the backyard. He lives because there. Because he's sleeping with our mom and we know it. Yeah, we all know it. It's fine. Um, then Karen buys Alex a backpack because his other one, she says, has holes in it. But it is a brand new backpack. It was not, no. there were no holes in it. It, it was, was totally like fine. a military huge backpack and she buys him like a child size backpack. Yes, <laughs> yes. I don't, it's just, you can be at my third son now. Yeah. <laughs> 
You could hang out with Maxi Pad and Rex. <laughs> uh, and Greg sees this happen, and he gets kind of jealous. And Karen's yeah. like, "You're silly." Yeah, and he, and he also sees like the boys like responding really positive, really positively yeah. to Alex, and then he's threatened essentially as his role because even though the boys like know that him and his mom are dating. Karen hasn't, like, openly said, like, hey, this is my boyfriend. We're dating. Like, she's trying to kind of keep it on the down low from her kids. So I think he was kind of jealous that this rando guy is swooping in and taking over stuff that he would like to be doing for him. Uh, And then Max goes back to school, and he tries to to stand up to Brett the bully. But he gets really nervous, and Brett ends up slapping him in the face a couple times. (laughs) (laughs) Which is only funny, because it's just like, he's like, I'm going to beat you up, and then he like lightly slaps him on the face. You know, child acting, you know. Um, And Rex, the sweetest little kid, Mm -hmm. starts yelling teacher as if a teacher's coming, and everyone leaves, and there's no teacher. And Max is like, oh, thanks. Yeah, and Rex was like, I didn't want him to kill you. Oh, <laughs> it was so cute. Super cute. Their dynamic, the whole movie, is is so fucking cute. Um, so then Alex calls uh, Freaky Corey to come by and watch the boys um, because he found out that Max got bullied again. So Corey comes over to watch the boys and he goes and finds this fucking bully and follows him off into the woods where he's playing with his dog and like grabs his dog and essentially starts like he threatens him in what I told Jill was the best way to threaten a child, yeah. which sounds fucking horrible, but like he didn't threaten violence. He wasn't cur- like like he threatened him in a way where if this kid went and told his parents he wouldn't know what to say to his parents. Right. Like, he was just being very creepy and it was just, like, like... very... Not, like... I don't know if this is really the term to use, but, like, it was kind of gaslighting. Yeah. Like, it was, like, you can't say anything to anybody because I'm being nice, but you also know that I will fucking murder you. Exactly. Like, there, the undertone of it yeah. was so threatening, but nothing he said was threatening. But it was essentially, like, you need to knock this shit off and you need to, you know, and I'm watching you and I'll know if you keep doing this. Um, so when he comes back to the house to relieve Corey from her duties, she tricks him into kissing her because he's just like, she's just like, well, you owe me now. And he's like, okay, like, what would you like? And she's like, a kiss. And he's like, well, you know, I'm dating someone. She's like, no, 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 just a kiss on the cheek. And then as he's about to kiss her on the cheek. Classic. She fucking rams his mouth with her mouth. And Classic. He's so bummed out. He's so bummed out that he has to go home and lay down in his bed next to one of Karen's dresses. <laughs> And caress the dress because he feels so horrible about it. Then Max goes to school and Brett comes up to him and like gives him an umbrella. I don't know what that was. Like a big pencil? Yeah, it was something that he had stolen, but he didn't know if it was a toy or. Yeah, I. But he gives it back. He's like, I'm really sorry. And then just walks away and it's like, well. Uh, definitely what Alex did was, like, not an okay thing, but it worked. Yeah, it it worked. Um, so then Alex and the kids are playing in the backyard with a drone toy. Best scene in the movie. And, uh, they scare Greg with it. And, and they think it's the like, funniest thing that's ever happened, yeah. and it's really inconsequential what the, happened. The drone has a camera on it, and it just swooped really close to Greg's face, but it caught Greg being scared, and that's just the funniest 
So um, Greg wants to bond with him too, so he tries flying the drone and breaks it. Mm. Um, and but Alex is very much like, oh, it's fine. I can fix it. Yeah. It's, it's a gift for the boys, but it's fine. Yeah, it's fine. I'm fine. <laughs> it's fine that you broke the boy's toy, Greg. It's fine that you <laughs> ruined the fucking day, Greg. <laughs> but so Greg is actually over there because he's picking up Karen to go on a date to her favorite restaurant. And um, Alex is instantly jealous because Karen is like dressed to the nines in a beautiful gown and and Greg's in a suit. And I think he knows right away that this is a special date. So he fucking robo trips the kids. He makes them a cough syrup smoothie to make them knock the fuck out. And he drives to the restaurant where they're at Sees them in the windows. Parks in a tow-away zone. Which, first mistake criminals. And he sees them through the window in a very like, oh no, he's definitely going to propose kind of moment. So he goes and pulls the restaurant's fire alarm. Which sounds like the lunch bell at school. Yeah, like it doesn't sound threatening or alarming. And like, Greg's in the middle of the proposal, like about to ask the question and the alarm goes off and Karen's like, I don't know, it's fine, just continue. Yeah. Like, it's, it, I don't feel the smoke yet, so it's okay. Let's die here together. At least we'll be engaged. At least we'll be engaged. Because if I learned anything from I, Me, Wed, it's that being engaged is the most That's, important goal in life. It's all that matters, Jill, and I really wish that you Where would Where is my ring? I would really wish that you would just fucking go out and get that ring. I'm trying every day, but no ring. I bet Uh Domino would give me a ring. He absolutely would marry you. That dog is obsessed with you. He's at my feet. You are his fucking moon and stars. It's pretty adorable to watch. It is. It's cute. Did I tell you that he laid his whole body on me the other day and had the hiccups? And I was trying to sleep, and he's like, (laughs) oh, baby. And I was like, get off the bed. Get off the bed. Mom, no. I mean, wife, no. Future wife, no. So, yeah, so he pulls the alarm, that happens. He comes back and sees that his car got towed because he parked in a tow-away zone. And right in front of the valet people, like, if you're trying to, like, pull off a crime, you've hit all of the wrong buttons on that. Yeah, you are. You would have been caught instantly. So, without a car, he decides that he has to run home as fast as he can, and somehow he does beat them, but when they walk in, he is covered in sweat. Like, literally, the prop department just sprayed him with a hose. Yeah. And they're like, oh, oh, you're sweating. He's like, oh, it takes so much work to keep this house clean. The house is fucking spotless. The house is always spotless. They didn't even have dinner. Like, he made the smoothie. That was the only thing that happened. And then the boys passed the fuck out. Which, they don't ever, like, I mean, he did it so they would fall asleep. But there would have been other consequences and nothing is ever addressed. Like, they just were passed the fuck out. Oh, they would have been passed out for a long time. For a long time, and they would have woke up fucked up. Yeah. Like, it would not have been good for them. Um, So then, you know, they're like, okay, time for you to go. Get out. And he leaves, and Greg finishes his proposal. Karen says yes. They fuck. They have sexy, sexy time upstairs, and Alex watches them with the drone that he flies up to their window. It's so creepy. And almost gets caught because the drone flies into the window. what a fun way to watch porn. Right? 
that could be a new genre that isn't out there yet. Like yeah. drone sex, like capturing sex mm, with a drone. That's fun. We could do that. I'm Don't not, take our idea. Don't yeah, take it. Copyrighted. I said it, <laughs> so it counts. That's how copywriting works. Yep, I know the law. I know biology and I know the law. <laughs> Those are the two things that we fucking know. If there's anything, I'm an expert. Uh, um, so, the watches them have sex via the drone. Oh, so then, oh, and he's very angry and he throws a bunch of trash. Yes. That was a fun part. Yes. Um, I can't remember who he's talking to, but he talks about, like, his mom um, and he's like, yeah, oh, he's talking to the boys because oh, yeah. they're, like, worried about Greg or something, or he thinks they're going to be worried about Greg. Yeah. He's planting the seed that they should be worried about Greg. Yes. Because they tell the boys, well, they don't tell them that they're engaged. They tell them that he's going to be sleeping over more, and Max is like, yeah, we... He does that already. Yeah, like, like Max called him out. Like, there's we no difference. Know. We yeah. know that he sleeps over, like, you fucking idiots. And so then Greg is like, let's have a boys' night tonight. Yeah. Instead of, like, we're a family now, so let's, like, like sort of family yeah, thing. Right. Because apparently Greg and the kids have never hung out before on their own. Yeah, so he grills up meat and corn. He does. But before that, it's manly. Alex talks to them to kind of, like, plant the seed, and yeah. he's like, yeah, I know how this feels. Like, I really love my mom. It was just my mom and I. And then she met this dude, Hank. And her and Hank hung out all the time. And now she didn't hang out with me. And uh, and then he's like, but, like, Greg wouldn't do that. Like, no. Greg's fine. No, I'm sure that wouldn't happen. So the, so the boys are super, like, nervous and uncomfortable at this, like, boys barbecue hangout. And... I actually think Greg handles the situation really well. Like, he asks them what's going on. They say that they feel weird being there without their mom. And he, he like, he, he just handles the situation really well. He's just like, you know, like, you know what we all have in common is that we all really love your mom. And, you know, I think you guys are super cool. And I hope you Which, think I'm super cool. Their smile when he yeah. says that he thinks they're super cool was, like, was, the cutest It was thing. so fucking cute, you oh know. And it's just, and it, it essentially, like, calls out the unspoken of these are people that are learning to have a relationship with yeah. each other. And he's acknowledging that they're getting to know each other and that's okay. Right. But that they do have things in common and that is, you know, love. And right. that's a great thing. So he handles that situation super well. The kids relax. They all yeah. eat. They have a great time. Of though, course that upsets Alex. Though I did bring up to Kayla that, like, it seems very strange to me that this would be happening after the engagement. Right? That, like, no. He's never I had totally time with them too. on his own. The, they literally are just now saying, like, can we be friends? Like, you're not even friends with her kids. And yeah. you're going to marry her? Like, yeah. That's a lot. And we talked about this, but... It's totally understandable that, like, she wouldn't bring him around a lot in the beginning until she was sure, whatever. But it just seems like the engagement would be absolute last step after everyone already feels like a family. Right. And I obviously don't know, like, what that would be like. But that just seems like, even for the kids, like, oh, and now he's our dad? Yeah, it it shouldn't be, like, an overnight surprise of, like, hey, I didn't, like, we didn't even know that mom had a boyfriend. And now... 
and now you're engaged. And now like, he's never going away. Yeah, like he's <laughs> not just the backyard man anymore. He's gonna live in the house. Well, what if he wasn't? What if he was still gonna live in the backyard? I mean, they might be fine with it, then you know? Nothing like, changes. Boundaries. Everyone respects each other's space. Love it. Um. So, yeah, Alex is not fine with this, that the, the kids are fine with Greg. So he uh, puts a teeny tiny bit of drugs uh, into... Greg's iced tea, because everyone in Lifetime loves iced tea. Yes. Um, and he takes, like, a sip of it, and he gets wasted. Yeah. Um, immediately, what drug is this? Yeah, we don't know, but what drug is it? obviously Alex has the fucking hookup. He, and he also, like, he pours out a bunch of beers, so he brings over these empty beer bottles, he brings over some whiskey, and, like, puts it in Greg's mouth, and sets all of the stage, sets the stage so that when Karen comes home, she finds Greg on the ground, she's like, (gasps) and then sees all the beer bottles, and she's like, oh my god, he's drunk. Yeah. He He was supposed to watch the kids, and now he's drunk. His first, like, his first, like, hangout with my boys, and he got fucking wasted and passed out on my floor. Type. So awful. So, obviously, she wakes him up. She berates him. Rightfully so, if you came home to that situation. Kicks him out and breaks up with him. And um, doesn't let him drive. So, she... You know, I really... I gotta say, Karen really has boundaries and holds to him in this movie. And that's surprising. And it's nice to watch. So, it's nice for her to be like, yeah, I'm ending this relationship because you have endangered my children. Totally. And that, you know, trumps whatever relationship we have. Yeah, it's like there's not even a discussion. She's just like, you're drunk, you're out of here. Get out. Yeah, see you later. And I appreciate that. Um, So, the next day, when Alex is over taking care of the kids... Um, she tells them, like, hey, you know, like, Greg and I have ended things. Doesn't really go into details, but she does ask if Alex had seen him drinking. And he doesn't say that he saw him drinking, but he said that he saw him, like, a little bit more excited one night. spirited. Spirited. That's that's the term. Um, and, you know, he's just like, look, you know, like, I'm here if you want to talk. You know, like, essentially trying to, like, sidle up to her um and uh and as he's getting like and she's like yeah that that's cool but like once again keeping her boundaries with someone who's technically like an employee for her and she's just like you know like I'm fine like doesn't like divulge a lot and just like I'll be down in a second and so like he's getting the kids ready to go to school and when he opens the door Greg's there and Greg's pissed because um, he suspects that this is all Alex. Yeah, because he's been suspecting that Alex has been getting too close to this family since the beginning. And Alex tells him, like, look, man, like, Karen doesn't want to see you. She's moved on. Greg's like, I know you have something to do with this. And Greg punches Alex. So then Karen comes down to this commotion and throws the engagement ring at him, which Lifetime loves to do. Yeah, it was pretty fun. There's been, like, a ring throw in every other movie, which is great. Um, And he he tells Alex uh, and Karen that Alex is behind all this and Alex is in love with her. And um, she's like, look, if you don't leave, I'll call the cops. And right around the corner... Max is like is right there. He goes on it, mom. And it's the he <laughs> says it, and then he like slides out of the screen, and it's the funniest it's so fucking, fucking thing. Perfect on it, mom. Bye. It's so perfect. <laughs> so he fucking goes. 
Um, and, um, and then that night, Alex breaks into the house and watches Karen sleep and watches the boys sleep and then, like, touches her and then, like, leaves. And then Greg starts to investigate Alex because obviously he thinks that some shit's going on. And he starts looking into, like, his past babysitting jobs. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, Corey... The other nanny. The freaky nanny. I forget why, like, he's over there, but he's over there and she's, like... Oh, no, she comes by. She unexpectedly just drops by the house. And it's like, I brought the girls for a play date. And it's the you. And then he, like, goes to grab the kids and she goes through his phone because for some reason he leaves it there. Um, And she goes through his phone and she, like... Takes a picture of herself with her bra showing, mm-hmm. and then like looks at her picture of herself and swipes, but swipes the wrong way, and sees these pictures that he's taken of Karen in a yes. towel. And so she sends them to herself, and then tells him when he gets back, she's like, "I'm sure that Karen and Greg would be really interested to see these pictures." And he's like, "What do you want?" She's like, "You. What I always <laughs> wanted was you." So she's like, "Come over tonight," and he's like. <laughs> so um, or no she invites herself over yeah because that's the kind of person that Corey is yeah she's like i'll come over to your place and if you treat me right i'll delete them it's like aka if you bang it out i'll f- i'll fucking delete these so she comes over <sighs> she's wearing like a trench coat over a bra and panties of course her hair is perfect always um and so they have sex and he's like all right so get out we did it and she's like yeah that deletes one of the pictures but there's a bunch of them and he's like no 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 no, no. <laughs> not interested Corey. and flips his shit like gets weird and aggressive like shows his true shows the stuff that we've been seeing behind the scenes at his apartment to her and she's immediately like, I, 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 I'll delete them. Yeah, she's like, never mind, really sorry, just kidding, the sex was fine. Yeah. Uh, and then he can't calm down, so he picks up a lamp and murders her. Yeah, and, and you see that she was tra- actually trying to call 911 and yeah. not deleting the photos. Um, Which, I don't know what you would say. Hello, 911, I was blackmailing a yeah. man for sex and now he's angry, so... Could you save me? Could you save me? Like, what a fucking phone call. Yeah. Wish I, you could have heard it lifetime, but you cut I mean, it I off. I guess if you just called and you were like, he's trying to murder me, then yeah. <laughs> you'd be fine. That would be just she fine. She definitely was blackmailing him. Yeah. Um, Not saying that we should kill every, pe- every person that's blackmailing, but, you know, she... Kinda had it coming. She, I just want to know more about her. Yeah. Like, I don't understand why she was so on his dick. Yeah, but I also don't feel bad about her getting killed either. She shouldn't have been killed. No, I mean, maybe that's she just was me as a person. blackmailing him, but, and like, she definitely like made him have sex. Yeah, like, she forced someone to have sex with her. I still don't think she should have been murdered. Yeah, just, you know, put in jail. Yeah, or, like... For sexual coercion. Right. Yeah, so, we would have liked to see you in a prison jumpsuit. Yeah. Not killed. Not in the ground. No. Yeah, because he... that's what happens. Because he buries her in the woods. Yeah. 
where everyone gets buried in lifetime. Like a lifetime cemetery in the Oh woods. my god. We, that's what we should do one year for Halloween is we should set up a lifetime graveyard. All the people that have yes, been Yes, like all the people that have been oh murdered and all of their forest graves. I can't wait. And we can bury them all in high heels because that's oh, what happens yes. in lifetime. Um, we are, we will be wearing high heels, not that, like, no. we will be burying them while wearing high heels. Yeah. Um, then, this might actually happen before, no, yeah, then, uh, the boys, as Karen walks in the room, call Alex dad. Oh, and yeah. And Karen is very not okay with that. Yeah. And she's already starting to have weird feelings about Alex because of all the shit that's going down and, like, she's being suspicious and, like, he stole her clothes one time and said yes. he's dry cleaning them. And then she goes out of the room and he goes to the boys and he's like, boys, if you do that again, I'm gonna have to kill you. And they're like, just kidding. What? And that's, like, not a joke that no. you make with children or anyone. No, not at all. He's like, you know that that was only supposed to be said when your mom wasn't around. Then uh, Greg shows up at um, Karen's work mm-hmm. and reveals a bunch of shit that he found out about Alex. Yeah. And Karen doesn't believe him. And she's like, get out of here. So he does. Uh, but he does leave all the printouts of the articles and stuff, like, on her windshield. Yeah, so she has the information. Yeah. She goes home, and Alex has prepared this super romantic, candlelit, roses dinner. Um, and she walks in, she's like, ooh, yeah, no. Not good, Not buddy. what I was into. Remember when you... Remember when I didn't want them to call you dad? Yeah, remember when I was like, you're my employee Yeah, I'm your employer? Remember when I gave you a paycheck? Yeah. Yeah. Not happening. Mm-hmm. Um, so once again, Karen steps up and has a difficult conversation very professionally and yeah. not super emotionally. No. And it's just like, look, you know, like, I'm really sorry, but I think you have the wrong idea. Um, essentially says, like, you're my employee and that is inappropriate. I'm sorry, but with everything that's happened, I'm going to have to let you go. And he, like, the whole time is, like, fighting. He's like, no, yeah. Karen, like, please. And then he's like, well, just l- l- let me say goodbye to the boys. And she's like, no, I'm sorry. They're in bed. I don't want to wake them up. And I don't want to distress them. I'll tell them that you said goodbye and that you were very fond of them. And then he starts going. And she's like, yeah, I'm going to need that key. And I'm like, fuck yeah, yeah Karen. Karen. I, am ne- I never shout the name Karen enjoy uh, but here i am well, you haven't hung out with my mom enough okay? i i haven't i haven't um but so he leaves and then he trashes his apartment because he's so angry yep um and then we find out that uh she starts to do some research on alex at that point and we find out that his mom and said boyfriend hank Uh, previously mentioned that they committed double suicide together yeah and left him as an orphan and so things start to make a little bit more sense as to why he feels the way that he feels and they committed this double suicide or murder suicide at this amusement park called wonder world i thought it was in their garage oh i thought it was at wonder world or did they just go to wonder world that was a just lot the thing that they kid? did oh yeah. excuse me for some reason i, I read that at wonder the, world the only reason that i think 
uh, it was in a garage just because I feel like I read it and I was like, of course they committed suicide in a garage because that's the one thing that Lifetime always does. Oh, with the like, car running. Yeah, yeah like, absolutely. Um, anyway, so that happens, and then he shows up at school and kidnaps the boys in the middle of the day. They're like, why are you taking us out of school? Mom doesn't like us to miss school. And he's like, we're gonna go have a fun family day. Um, and he goes over to the house Mm -hmm. and tells Karen he has a gun. She's like, yeah, I really don't want this, though. And he's like, well, the kids are in the car, so we gotta go. Yep, let's go. And they go to Wonder World. And the boys are like, it's not open. And he's like, sure it is. I've got wire cutters. Yes. So they break in. And he's also in full delusion mode. Oh, like, absolutely. when it flashes to, like, Alex's, like, point of view, the rides are operating. There's people there. It's, like, family fun center time. But it really, like, it's closed for the season. Like, yeah. there is no one fucking there. There's no. nothing running. So yeah. you really see Alex starting to lose it. Um, and he really wants to take a family photo, but no one's having a good time, and he's really upset about that. And then Greg shows up, and, uh, he tries to save them. Alex shoots him in the guts. Oh, yeah. And then, uh, he turns around to Karen. She's like, I just want to be with you. And he's like, okay, well, then I have to kill Greg. She's like, no. And then she hits him in the head with the wire cutter. And he, like, passes out. And her and Greg are like, let's walk away with your guts hanging out. Yeah, that's fine. Everyone says that. Move a gunshot victim. (laughs) (laughs) I know biology. That's how you do it. That's how we do it. The police show up. And they start to walk away, and they're like, well, wait, where is Alex? And they're like, what? He was right here, and he has, he's on the loose. He is now on the loose. Yep. And And he shows up at another family's house. And he's like, my name is Charlie McChicken, and I'm here <laughs> for the caretaker job. And he's he like, wireframe glasses Yeah, he's, he looks exactly the same, but he's pulling that fucking movie trope of, I'm wearing glasses, and I have a unusually bizarre name, so no one knows, no who, one knows I who I am. The fucking Clark Kent disguise. Um, yeah, and then it fades to black, so... That's Manny Dearest. That's Manny Dearest. And I gotta say, I had a fun time with this movie. I enjoyed it. Like, yes, of course, there was some problematic shit because this is about problematic people. Uh, But, like, as a whole, it was a fun ride. It was fun. No amusement park puns there. Oh! Just saying that it was a fun ride. Um, Yeah, but also, like, not... I didn't... There's really nothing about this movie that made me be like... What the fuck were they doing? Right. You know, like I mean, I guess I guess the whole dynamic of like, hey, you've been dating a dude for a few years and he sleeps over a lot. Yeah, maybe you should start slowly introducing him as a boyfriend. Yeah, um, if you're serious, like maybe that. But like as a whole, like I don't know, Karen. Karen was a strong character. She like she was. She made good choices for her kids and for herself. And it definitely seemed obvious that, like, her and Greg had good heads on their shoulders and that um, Alex was really unstable. Though it was another one of those situations where they never really fully addressed that, like, he has some serious trauma that's not being addressed. I mean, it was, like, alluded to that, obviously, but no one was like, yo, dude, I don't know, maybe therapy might be good for you? Like, you've been through some shit and you've murdered two people. Like, three 
Who's the third? Oh, wait, no, two. Yeah, the lead. I mean, yeah. it could have been more than that. He tried to kill Greg. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, like, they never explicitly say anything, and so it's just, like, this idea that he's just crazy, and it's like, well, yeah. actually, he has some real trauma. Yeah. And not that that makes it okay, but that's, like... That's a different thing than just, like, he's just this crazy off-the-walls guy. Like, yeah, I also just feel like that the, there has to be so much more character development to get to what he was doing right. than just, like, his mom and his mom's boyfriend died. Like, I... Well, they committed suicide and, like, abandoned him. Yeah. It's just, sometimes I wish that we would have seen, like, I wish you would have seen some perspective of him as a kid. Yeah, or, like, seen what that dynamic was like. Yeah, like, to just really, like, flesh out his character. But once again, not a deal breaker for this Lifetime movie for me. No, still fun. Uh, How many uh, fleece blankets would you give it? I think I'd give it, like, four. Yeah. You know what? I would also give yeah, it four. It was fun. Yeah, not trying to copy you, but it was just fun. It yeah. was just like, okay, here is a ridiculously trashy, like, summer watch. This felt like it a was. summer trashy watch, you it know? Was a good summer watch. Yeah. You know what wasn't? What? The mermaid chair. The mermaid chair. God, that sucks. God, I'm, I just want to apologize to Kim Basinger, because one, she's, she's gorgeous throughout she that movie. She chose that. But you know what? She chose it. People got bills. And if someone called me tomorrow and was like, here's the script. It's called The Mermaid Chair. You need to get off in a chair and fuck a monk. I'd be like, well, I've done worse. Yeah, I mean, today. Wherever they they shot the film looked pretty. Oh, God. That was pretty. Maybe I would choose to do it. I just, I feel like that movie's gonna, like, follow me for a while. It's not. The mom chopping off her own fingers. Like, there's just so many unsettling things Ah. about that movie. What? But I had to do it. Oh, my God. So, yeah, I feel like The Mermaid Chair is gonna be a movie that we reference in jokes for a while because there was. There was a lot of problematic shit with that one. Yeah. But this one, fuck it. it was this, was a, this, this was a this this was a dirty quick ride. And what will we watch watch next? Who knows? Who knows? But if you're on our Patreon or our email list, you will find out before the episode comes out. Yep. So you can find those links in the show notes. Yep. Um, on our Facebook, on our Instagram that I'm not very good at updating. Um I'm nodding my head, not get that you're just, I'm just nodding my head. Like, these are all places where you can find us. Yep. Yep. Um, that's about it. Support us on Patreon so yes. that we can make merch for you, because who doesn't love a good koozie? Mm-hmm. Um, listen to more episodes if this is your first one. They're, they're pretty funny. There mostly. are literally 19 more, and yeah. some of them are so fucking crazy we can't even get started on it. Oh my goodness. Um, We've watched some movies, y'all. But really, if like... If you could do anything for us, fucking review us. Yes, please. Leave us a review. Tell us what you like. Tell us what you don't like. Give us your opinion. Yeah, you could even, like, if you write a review that's just like, these bitches suck. We'd be like, all right, thanks. We will read that on the air, We will. I can't wait. I can't wait for for our first I did. I told some coworkers yesterday about the podcast because one of them was like, "I'm going for a run." I was like, "You know, you should listen to." Um, That's the kind of person that I am. Fucking gratuitous. But I showed them, and one of them was like, five stars." Well, that's a listen for me, and I was like, "Yes, there we go, there we go." 
Yep, just my mom voting us five stars over and over and over again. Aww, not true. She's never listened so nice. to this. She's not going to listen to this. Hi, Don't mom. tell my mom. Karen's not listening to this. No, she's not. No, Karen doesn't give a fuck. No, she's not giving a fuck about this podcast. <laughs> um, so that's all we got for you. That's it. We'll be back next week, I think. Yeah, with another gem. We should. Yeah. Uh, and pretty soon we'll be in a really regular schedule and we'll have extra content for you. Yes. So keep listening. Um, and I'm Jill. And I'm Kayla. And we are. I I wanna wanna wear wear your skin. skin. Bye. Bye.